Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey there, I'm Gael, one of the founders of Authority Hacker, and today I welcome you for the second episode of our special series called the Undercover Success Series. Now, this series is not like a typical interview series. It is a series where the Authority Hacker team interviews successful authority site builders and owners. But these people are not people that are you will hear in other podcasts. They are not selling courses. They are not selling training. They are people that you've probably never heard of before and people you will never hear about later. They are here just because they are making us a personal favor and coming because we asked them. You can find all the already released interviews on authorityhacker.com slash undercover. And today we're going to be talking to Robert, who is an Authority Hacker Pro member who has started his first website in January this year. He worked really hard on his site and he already makes over $8,000 per month with his website, which is amazing. He is working full-time on it already and that is really quick. And so I really wanted to get him on the podcast so... You know, I get to know what he did that allowed him to do so well so quickly and what was difficult and how he went through the difficulties, essentially. In this interview, we are going to be talking about the journey, but also about the tactics. So if you are looking for specific tactics, we are going to go over that. We're also going to try to figure out what his past was. And if you want to learn how to build successful authority websites like Robert's, we actually have a webinar on Sunday at 7 p.m. London where we are going to be walking you through the five steps that you need to follow to start your own successful authority site fleet, like Robert did. You can find all the information on authorityhacker.com slash webinar. So I hope to see you there. Now, onto the interview. All right. So today we got Robert. How's it going, Robert? Hey, Gail. Pretty good. How about yourself? Not bad. It's like winter is coming, uh, as they say here, but um, eh, it's okay. I guess it's summer's coming for you, right? You're in South Africa. Yeah, I'm living in like a permanent summer here in Vietnam, so it's pretty good. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were in Vietnam. I knew you were from South Africa, but can you do, introduce oh, yourself, yeah, yeah. like what you do and yeah, sure. where you come from, etc.? Yeah, so I'm Robert and I'm from South Africa, like you said, originally, mm-hmm. but I've been living the perpetual traveler lifestyle or digital nomad, if you will. I've been working online for the last, I guess, nine months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been going pretty well for me. So did you start online marketing like nine months ago? Or is like, what did you do before? Yeah, so the first authority site I ever started was nine months ago. And before then, I kind of dabbled around with a few just like uh, passion projects, just creating websites about things I was interested in, but they weren't really monetized in any way. And before that, I was teaching in South Korea, teaching English. I was trying to save up some money so that I could, you know, get my business off the ground. And before that, I was actually a pro gamer. So yeah, I used to play games professionally and travel. So yeah. I'm not going to play with you because I'm pretty bad these days. So uh, I'm not going to come. You're going to make fun of me. But cool. So like you, you like played video game competitions and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What game? I was playing StarCraft 2. Okay. That's pretty hardcore, actually. I, I see where you were in South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when did you get started with, like, did you get started with online marketing nine months ago? Or did you, like, did you read about it before? Like, how did you, like, when did you start looking into it, essentially? Yeah, so basically, while I was working in Korea, 
I was looking for uh, like a new position at a school and I had a lot of time on my hands. And my mom has like a small business in South Africa. So I figured oh, I'd, I'd just make a website for her for fun. And that kind of got me started down the path of creating WordPress sites. I really enjoyed it. And I started listening to like a lot of different podcasts and getting into the whole online marketing thing. Who did you and, listen uh, to actually? Like just, just out of curiosity? I think the first podcast I ever listened to was the... Oh, no, I can't remember. Well, the one is Startups for the Rest of Us. It's not really about mm -hmm. authority sites. It's more like uh, software and apps. And the other one is, they're all about the nomad lifestyle. They were like the original pioneers. Tropical MBA? Yes, yes, uh, Tropical MBA. Okay. That was one of the first ones I listened to, and that kind of got me interested in the whole lifestyle. Cool. And what happened next? After you discovered, you built a website for your mom, then you discovered WordPress, then what happened next? Yeah, so I was just like uh, reading all the blogs and listening to the podcast. But, and the one thing that really caught my attention was the Amazon affiliate sites. But the more I kind of read into it, the more it seemed like just a total pain in the neck. Like everyone was talking about building these PBNs and like link building on web 2.0s and all these crazy strategies. And I was thinking to myself, geez, that, that just sounds like too much work, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, it was a bit of work. I mean, I did that at some point. I didn't build PBNs, but I did all these like web 2.0 stuff, etc. Back in my gray hat yeah. days. And uh, <laughs> things like, you know, it worked, but it wasn't a nice work day, you know? Yeah. So, and, then, and eventually I, I stumbled across your guy's site, Authority Hacker, and I started listening to the podcast. And I heard about your guy's course, the H Pro course. And it was around about that time that you were busy running the you were taking in new members. I think it was November 2016. And I figured, well, I haven't really paid for this kind of course before. I might as well give it a try and see if it actually works. And yeah, that's how I got started with the yeah. whole authority side game. Actually, I, that's a question I should have asked earlier. But like, where are you at right now? Like, how well are your sites doing, etc.? Because I think that's going to be interesting to some people. Yeah, so like I said, I, I'm on my first site at the moment, which I started nine months ago. And uh, it's actually going pretty well. Last month, I did uh, $8,500. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's really good, actually. So, That's like, yeah. It's like, it's definitely on the upper bracket in terms of results. Like, I tend to tell people, like, you know, the first year, you're going to make, like, you can make a couple thousand dollars per month easily. Like, my girlfriend's yeah. doing that right now as well. Like, she started her first site beginning of the year. She's making a couple thousand a month now. But like definitely on the 8Ks, in nine months is like really good. And that's also why I wanted to bring you here. And what was interesting is you joined HPro, I remember, just before we launched the authority site system. And we gave it to you guys. So like, did you start Authority Hacker Pro or did you uh, like essentially start when the authority site system came out since you started a brand new site? Yeah, I actually started with HPro. And obviously the information is really good in HPro, but it's more tailored towards the people with existing sites, mm -hmm. it's more like the high level tactics. So I was feeling a little bit lost, like just trying to fumble my way through the beginning stages. And then you guys launched the authority site system, which was really cool because that kind of takes you from the very beginning, starting your first site and how to get all the basics set up from the ground. So you don't have to go back and try fiddle with that stuff later on. So yeah, yeah I was really happy that the course came out at that time. Yeah, that's, I wanted to explain that actually. The authority site system is our course to like start new sites and authority hacker pro is more to like grow existing sites. So I guess now you can start looking into authority hacker pro. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You, yeah. Given where you're at. Another question I wanted to ask because it was the first time you paid for a course, right? So like my fear when I buy courses, I'm like, how is that going to be different from like the YouTube videos I'm watching from that guy or the blog posts, et cetera? And literally like, 
I didn't ask you before, but like, did it feel like there was a value add or did it feel like just a better version of the blog? Oh yeah, so I'm, I'm actually the same way myself. Usually I like to try to save money or find the, because I believe you can find most things for free online. Yeah. But so going into buying the course, I was a little bit skeptical. I was thinking, mm, I don't know, maybe, maybe it'll be worth it or maybe not. But you know, as it turns out, the amount of time that you can save from just getting all this information condensed into one single place where you can watch the videos and just read the text and just kind of internalize it all in one single place instead of jumping around from, you know, blog to blog. I think that's it definitely added value for me. Okay, so it's kind of like uh, we didn't invent all like all of the tactics in, in our courses, yeah, but yeah. it's like it's kind of a form factor. Yeah. Okay. Now, I want to ask about your site. So you, you've been working on it for nine months, but how hard have you been working on it? <laughs> so uh, I would say from a scale of one to ten, probably like nine and a half. Okay, I spend so about, yeah. So, I, I mean, I went into it knowing that I wanted this to be my full-time job. So as such, I treated it as, you know, as a job. And I, I spend, you know, maybe eight to ten hours a day, pretty much seven days a week. I mean, sometimes me and my girlfriend take some time off, go, you know, go to the beach. Well, I mean, we do go to the beach every day to do some fun stuff. But, you know, I take it seriously. I wake up and I, I get to work and I work pretty much throughout the whole day. Yeah, I think that explains like how well you're doing now after nine months. Because like a lot of people that join in, you know, they have a job, they have all that stuff. They don't necessarily have the, the freedom that you had when you started. Therefore, you know, getting yeah. to a point where you're at, it's like usually I tell people it's more like a year and a half, two years. So yeah. nine months is like, it's really impressive, actually. Good job on that. What did you find the most challenging in the whole thing? Like in the whole process, since now you've been going through like the whole process of creating a new site, what was the most difficult part? Probably, I guess, just, just doubting myself and the process. And secondly, I would say just link building in general. Okay. I think most people feel that, <laughs> feel that way. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I actually find content creation to be more challenging than link building these days. I just oh, like, mm. like high quality content creation definitely is challenging. That's true. That's a good point. It's like, I mean, I was literally like working with like illustrators just before that call, etc. And now we're trying to coordinate like people that create graphs for the post together with people who create videos together with people who create text together with editors together with content uploaders and formatters. It's like, now it's like, I mean, I guess we're like kind of like upping our game with content, but like it is definitely our biggest challenge right now. How about the doubting part? You mentioned that, like doubting yourself, like how come? Well, you know, people always say that within the first six months, you're not going to see much, you know, you're not going to see much traction on, on a new website because of the whole Google sandbox and it just takes time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even knowing that going into about the fourth or fifth month, I was checking my Google Analytics every day and just seeing almost no love, you know, from organic search. And obviously, as a result, not getting any sales from the affiliate program. You know, at that point, I'd already spent about $5,000 into the site. So I'm starting to think to myself, oh, damn, you know, maybe this, this isn't going to work. Maybe I chose the wrong niche or maybe I chose the wrong keywords. And, you know, you start to think, oh, I don't know if I should keep doing this or not. And it's, I guess, at that point that you need to remember that or have at least have some kind of support system where you can reach out to other people that are doing the same thing. That's when being in uh, AutoH Pro was like a real game changer for me because, you know, I can see all the other people that are doing the same thing and then have pushed parts that six-month period and are now seeing the results. So, you know, instead of 
giving up. If I was on my own at that point, I might just think, oh, no, like I've lost too much money. I'm just going to give up. But instead, I decided just to push through and keep working, you know, just as hard as before. And, you know, obviously, it's paid off quite well for me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely hard. Even for us, when we start new sites, it's just like, it's annoying when you've been pouring a bunch of money. Like, we have like uh, two new sites that we're building now that are kind of in that phase right now. It's just like, it's a bit of a pain, to be honest. It's like, it, it never goes away, even yeah. after you start a bunch of sites. So how long did it take you to actually get results? Because you said after five months, you didn't get much. So like, how did that pan out across these nine months, essentially? Yeah, so I think it was in about the sixth month or so. That's when I just kind of saw this explosion in my traffic and as a result in the affiliate sales. And I mean, since then, it's just been kind of going up exponentially month over month. And the traffic and both the, the earnings have been increasing, you know, just at quite a substantial rate. So you made $8,500 last month. This is going to be released in uh, October. We're recording this in September. So that was August for you. How much did you make in June and July, just to get an idea of the growth? Roughly. I don't Let need to check. know the exact number. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, July was pretty good because that was the Amazon Prime, Prime day, day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually a really good month for me. That was about $7,000, mm-hmm. which is a, a lot higher, I guess, than if there wasn't that event. And before that, June was about 3500 mm-hmm. And before that, May was 700 So, I mean, it, it jumped quite significantly from 700 up until 3500 just in one month. Yeah. It's funny because, I mean, uh, the case study site for the other side system, I haven't done the league building, but it still had that kind of similar growth where it didn't go yeah. anywhere for like four or five months, probably five months. And then all of a sudden, even though we haven't done the link building, actually, <laughs> it's still ranking number one for and number two, one, two or three for a bunch of the target keywords. And like when I was saying the revenue actually pop up quite nicely. And it's funny because like, it kind of like matches exactly your timeline because we started that site a little bit after you did probably because, you know, we were working on tasks when you joined essentially. So, yeah. so it's funny to see the similarity. Obviously, this site is not making eight grand a month, so, but we also haven't finished the work, to be honest. It's definitely interesting to see that it's not a linear growth. You know, people expect that if you say you're making $8,500 a month now, then like two months ago, you were making five or six K. And it's not necessarily the case. The growth is very, and you see that the growth. You probably won't grow that fast forever. Like, otherwise, you're yeah, making yeah. you're making a hundred k next year per month. <laughs> that would be nice, right? And I wish that to you. But it's likely that you will hit a plateau or whatever. Although it depends on the opportunities for more content on your site. But yeah, it's like growth works like that. It's like boom, big hockey stick. Then like plateauing for like six months, eight months, and boom, another hockey stick. If you check health ambition, for example, on Ahrefs, you'll see that for us, it works very much that way. We get a massive shot of growth, usually in like January, February for the health market. And then it's like plateauing all year on, at that level of traffic. And then boom, another growth in January, February. So also different industries work different way. But I think it's important for the listeners to know that growth is not linear and especially when you had a job before, you used to like, you know, linear growth and regular income, etc. That's not exactly how these things work here. Another thing I wanted to ask you is like, obviously, you mentioned affiliate sales. And I have a good idea of the answer to that question, given what we teach in uh, the authority side system. But what tactics work best for you? Both in terms of monetization, type of content, and probably link building, because people care about that too. Yeah, so... 
I guess first monetization for me, it's been the Amazon affiliates program. Even though they cut the percentages, I think it's still a really great opportunity at the moment. I mean, if I mean, you're making eight and a half thousand dollars per month <laughs> after nine months, I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I think right now they won't be able to sustain that same kind of uh, payout forever. So, but I do believe there's still a good opportunity for people to come in right now and, and make good money off it. And anyway, in terms of content, the best X for Y kind of roundup review posts mm-hmm. work very, very well. I think most people realize this. I dabbled around in a few kind of product reviews, but for me, they didn't work as well as the best X for Y kind of posts. Mm-hmm. And in terms of link building, I don't know. I've kind of tried everything, and I think everything works. It's just, it's just a matter of you know, like taking the time to get good at doing it pretty much. I mean, the first campaign you run, you can't really expect it to go perfectly. There's always going to be some kind of mistakes or some ways you could have improved your outreach template, things like that. So I think just kind of choosing one tactic and doing it enough times that you actually get get good at it, that you can repeat it and get uh, kind of reliable results out of that single tactic. Yeah, I mean, in, in TAS, I know we have a skyscraper technique, we have guest posting, and we have resource paging building. That's the three we teach. And we usually, I'm happy you say what you say, what you say because there's a lesson, literally, an entire lesson that says stop chasing new tactics, just mm-hmm. like master your basics and optimize the process. And essentially, that's what we still do for our sites. And like, if you check sites like have the mission, like, as I said, we're like beginning of September now. and We've built over 2,000 Inkiru domains this year to that website. And that is using pretty much like stuff in tests, but much like very optimized, you know? Yeah. So cool. That's, uh, and how much link building have you done actually? Like just to get an idea, like how much of your work was research? How much of your work was content creation? And how much of your work was link building in, let's say, in percentage? So I'll be honest, in terms of the research, I didn't follow tests because I, I kind of started my site just before. Mm, yeah, and, fair enough. <laughs> and I, I kind of just picked something that I was passionate about. But if I had to start again or, or the next time I make a site, I'll definitely follow the more kind of structured, laid out approach that you guys give in tests where you take a lot of time upfront to do the research. So I think in my case, I just kind of got lucky. Like the, the niche I chose turns out to be quite profitable and obviously I'm passionate about it, so I'm able to put in enough you know, work. But... Yeah, so I didn't spend that much time on the research. Content creation, I spent maybe about, I guess about 30 to 40% of time on content creation, mostly just focusing on creating a few really epic resources that I can use to reach out with and build links. And then I guess link building would be the rest of the time, maybe like 50 or 60% of the time. Mm. Did you outsource any content creation or did you write everything yourself? No, so I've outsourced everything pretty much from day one. Okay. So it was mostly management and like overseeing these big pieces because you can't really outsource the really high level production, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. Trust me. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm working on a lot of these pieces right now and it's like, you know, you can get 80% of the work done, but you, you kind of have to finish it yourself. Cool. Another question that's kind of a, a classic one, but if you had to start over and you've mentioned kind of an answer, but if you had to start over, what would you do differently? Yeah, so like I said just before, I'd spend a lot more time on the research up front. Yeah. Just kind of mapping out what I wanted the, the site to look like, the site structure, and just kind of getting a feel for, you know, everything in the in the niche, knowing which products sell well, or checking out the different kind of affiliate programs, those kind of things. And secondly, 
I would spend less time on the things that don't matter. So what I mean is when I started my site, kind of like the first month or two months, I spent a lot of time on things that just weren't important. Obviously at the time I didn't realize this, but you know, doing things like creating really beautiful like images for Facebook and really like nice Pinterest optimized images for Pinterest. But the thing is, while these things might be important, you know, like maybe later on, when you have a site that gets no traffic or you have a Facebook page with zero followers, I mean, how much does yeah. these really beautiful Facebook images really matter? So I would say from the beginning, just focus on the things that are going to get you the most results, you know, in the shortest amount of time, which, as we know, would be just creating really good content and obviously building links. So, yeah, I would say just focus on those kind of things that actually move the needle and focus less on kind of like the design and the fluff, fluffy kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's why we, I mean, in Thais, we're always like, oh, the goal of stage one is to pay the bills. And then yeah. th then you can like, now, now you could hire a social media guy to like handle Facebook and Pinterest and then take care of all of that essentially. But yeah, I like the idea of like one monetization method, a couple content templates and one traffic source. Like it's like, my, like my girlfriend, she's actually doing that with Pinterest right now, but she's only doing Pinterest. Like she doesn't mm. care about Google at all. So it's like completely different approach, but same mentality. And I, I feel like it's very, very easy to be overwhelmed with possibilities when building websites. When you think about all the traffic sources, all the plugins you can put on WordPress, all the design you can do, and etc. But like I like to look at a site. For example, there's a there's a good affiliate site called RunnerClick.com where they review running gear, you know, like shoes, etc. And it's, yeah. it looks amazing. It's super nice, super sleek, etc. But if you put the site in Wayback Machine, it's literally a default template WordPress blog when they launched. And that's what made them the money to hire the designers and all the crazy stuff that they have today. So, yeah, I think that's a good lesson, actually. Just, just focus on the basics, get to make money, and then spend that money smartly, essentially. So I want to ask, what's your plan now? Well, you had a job before that, right? I mean, you were... You were doing other things. Like, are you going to still do that? Or are you just going to focus on your site full time? And what's the plan for your site? Yeah, I'm going to focus on my site and probably building out new sites once I've got this whole uh, kind of the process down of just managing one site. And when I realized after about the sixth or seventh month, I saw my site was starting to take off and do well. And I figured, well, you know, now that I'm getting the results, I might as well reinvest the profits so i kind of doubled down on the content creation and brought on a few new writers and so i've just been kind of churning out the content and trying to build more links just doing more of what's been working and i kind of plan to do that until probably the end of this year once the the shopping season has come and gone with you know with amazon and maybe next year i'll start looking at uh kind of digging deeper into the different modules on H pro and finding some uh, yeah. new some new kind of income sources or ways I can monetize my site, start stacking the different monetization methods. That would be nice. Maybe focusing on some display advertising or getting more into kind of retargeting and Facebook or social media, that kind yeah, of stuff. Building an audience. That's the next step. Yeah, yeah. Initially, you drive traffic to your site. You make sales on page. People never come back. Then the next step essentially is to build people an audience that you can market to, that you can contact at any point. And that can be through push notifications, email, retargeting, whatever it is. But you can use all your Google traffic for that. It's very easy to make that happen after, after you've built some Google traffic. So yeah, it's a, I think it's a good plan. So well, Robert, thanks for joining in. Thanks for sharing your experience. And good luck with the site. Cool. Thanks, Gail. No problem. Bye.
right. Cheers. All right. That's it for the interview, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned a lot in this podcast. I certainly did. And, you know, when I see people starting a brand new website and doing so well so quickly, it just makes me want to go and start a new website myself. And I hope that gave you that idea as well. And you probably should. And if you want to learn how to create your own profitable authority website, we actually have a webinar on Sunday with Mark where we are going to talk about the five steps you need to follow to start your own successful authority website fleet. We'll see you live. We'll have a bunch of tips and tricks and very actionable stuff. You can find all the details on authorityhacker.com slash webinar. Tomorrow, we'll talk to Kevin Espiritu, which is another friend of mine who had a website that didn't do well for a very long time. Then at the beginning of the year, I was like, go in HPro. Follow the tactics in there and it should work normally. Like I couldn't guarantee, but I, I was pretty sure it would work. And he did. And now he starts doing really well. He's working full time on it. And we are going to talk about his journey again, but also the tactics that worked for him. So if you want to know how Kevin took a very mediocre website and made it like a full time earner in just a couple of months, you should tune in tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed the interview. I hope to see you on the webinar. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.